Hey, Bill O'Reilly here. Welcome to the No Spin News for Monday, November 1st, All Saints Day 2021. Stand up for your country. So, President Biden's in Scotland for the U.N. climate change meeting. He was two hours late for his speech today. Two hours. He was supposed to give a speech in the afternoon in Scotland, and uh, I don't know why. We'll... uh, Try to find out. We tried to find out today, but they're stonewalling us. Now, Mr. Biden was late in Italy as well for his political meetings there. And uh, this is just another example of how this administration is not running very well. But I'll we'll keep at it. I will try to find out why he was late. So this is the Climate Change Conference of the Parties. The United Nations title, COP Summit 26th one. All right. Um, that's a lot. A lot of bloviating about climate change. And there's a big crew, 120 heads of state, 25,000 delegates attending the event. It's a mob. And uh, they all believe that the climate's in danger because the fossil fuels are causing the temperature to rise. Now, this is a big con, but it's not a con the way you think it might be. And I'm going to have that coming up for you in a few minutes. Uh, But first, I want to deal with this NBC News poll that says 71% of Americans believe the USA is on the wrong track. This is 1,000 adults Democrat, 37 percent. Republicans, 39. Um, The question, do you think things in the nation generally head in the right direction or the wrong track? 22, the right direction, 71 percent wrong. Okay, wow. And then a second question is, I'm going to read you some names. Tell me uh, what your feelings are toward those names. Joe Biden, net positive, 40 percent. Neutral, 12, net negative, 48. Donald Trump, net positive 38, neutral 11, net negative 50, which is about a tie. So Biden and Trump both got net negatives as far as uh, what you think, but it's it's a tie now. And finally, third question, when you think about the future of the USA, are our best years ahead or behind? Best years ahead, 41, behind 53. Uh, some of both two, not sure for whatever. But uh, are you, our best years, are they ahead? It's impossible to say that. It depends on this progressive traditional war that's going on now. And who wins it? If the progressives win, bye-bye traditional America. See you. The traditionalists win, and I hope they do. I think we'll get back to a semblance of normality, but not the way it was. Okay, so who are these 22% of Americans who think that a country's headed in the right direction? Where are they? Who are they? I mean, I have to tell you, everywhere I go, people come up to me and they go, what is going on? And they're not all conservatives or, you know, anti-Biden people. They're just regular folks. Okay, and I, you know, I answer their questions as best I can. So I wrote a message of the day uh, trying to figure out who these um, 22% are. 
And I came up with this. The View ladies definitely in that crew. CNN personnel and management. All right. Anyone employed by NBC News and the New York Times. Jill Biden. Jill. Got to be in that 22%. Joe doesn't know what's going on. So I can't put Joe in there. And then, you know, I hope you will read the message of the day. Anybody can go in and read the message. You don't have to be a concierge or premium member to do that. It's there every morning. So let's sum this up. The, the country is a colossal mess right now. And anybody who doesn't know that is not being honest or they're just not smart enough to evaluate anything. It's, it's a mess from top to bottom. Border, inflation. Price rises, violent crime rises, no leadership at all, progressive policies infringing on freedom of speech, no due process, on and on and on and on, and higher taxes on the way. You're going to bleed the American worker white, these progressives. And you think the country's heading in the right direction? All right, back to climate change. All right. The planet is warming. Again, if you don't know that or don't believe it, then you can't read the climate data. It's warming. We don't know whether it's fossil fuels or a natural cycle. Nobody can prove it one way or the other. We do know fossil fuels spew gunk into the air especially coal and exhaust from cars. We know that. So the best thing is to find alternative fuel, right? Are everybody with me? That's the best thing. But you can't ruin people's lives and entire economies in that pursuit. Because then you're wreaking more damage on the planet immediately than climate change, by far. And the alternative energy sources are not perfected yet. They're not there yet. So where I am now in my studio is in my house. Okay, that's where I am. I tried to put solar panels on this house. This house is built in 1903. It's old and spooky. I investigated solar paneling here because I'm essentially a green guy. Couldn't do it. It was outrageously expensive, wildly expensive. And there was no guarantee I was going to get enough fuel to do this program or to heat my house when it's getting real cold. There's no guarantee. Okay, so I said I can't do it. I have a lot of friends who have electric cars. I like them. I could have one. But my technical expertise is so low that I'm not confident that I could do what is necessary to run that electric car. Now, I'm lucky I have the money to buy one, but most people don't. Electric cars are expensive. And you can only go a certain amount of miles and then you've got to plug it in someplace. So the technology of solar windmills, electric cars, is not quite there yet. What the government should do is provide incentives, tax incentives, for technology companies to develop this stuff so it can be mass marketed. That's it. 
not ban fossil fuels. What's the matter with you, Joe Biden? What is the matter with you? All right, your policies are hurting every American, everyone. You can't just knock out fossil fuels when you don't have something to put in its place. That's reasonable. All right, do we all get this? You know, I feel like Joe Biden's in fifth grade. He's 10. But the progressive green movement wants us to wipe out fossil fuels now. And economic catastrophe be damned, according to that. And Biden folds. That's what's going on over in Scotland. But there's more. Okay. So there are four nations that have basically said to Scotland and everybody else, we're not going to do the alternative energy thing. Russia, China, India, and Saudi Arabia. We're not doing it. So what good is it if Sweden does it or Alabama? If the biggest polluters on the planet, China and India, aren't going to do it, what good is it? So the only way to make them do it is economic sanctions. But Biden and these guys over in Scotland, they're never going to do economic sanctions against China and India. In a million years, they wouldn't do it. Biden wants to punish American taxpayers by taking $550 billion out of the U.S. Treasury to throw at green stuff, which he doesn't even know what it is. Okay, so the economy in America, which drives the world economy, is on the decline because of Biden's insane policies. Inflation's on the rise. We're all paying more for what we need, including gas and food. That's all fact. Nobody can disagree with me. The Sierra Club can't go, no. Everything I just told you is true. Okay. Now, the con. And this is great. So India, huge polluter, says, you will start to do alternative energies if the world pays us $2.5 trillion by the year 2030. That's pretty much in eight years. The world's supposed to collect $2.5 trillion and give it to India so they cooperate. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. Raise your hand if you're for that. South Africa, they want a trillion every year for the poorer countries to combat climate change every year, okay? The Association of Southeast Asian Nations, Vietnam, Thailand, Indonesia, seven other countries, they want $100 billion annually to buy into this. Well, yeah, we'll, we'll start to clean up, but you send us all this money. All right, are we getting this now? And Biden goes, oh, sure, oh, yeah, <laughs> no, no. Believe me, Germany's not going to send them a fennig. That's German currency. All right. So let me give you one example. Why 
All these poor countries, they want massive amounts of money from the U.S. and other developments. Okay. Haiti. Haiti. 11 million people live in Haiti. 11 million. All right. In 2010, there was a horrible earthquake there. You may remember it. Since that time, in 10 years, because we don't have the total this year yet, $13 billion in foreign aid has been sent to Haiti. $13 billion in 10 years, just sent there to Port-au-Prince. Things in Haiti are worse now than they were after the earthquake. Poorest nation in the hemisphere. Third most violent nation on earth, next to Afghanistan and Somalia. The Haitian people, and I mean this literally, the poor Haitian people, have not seen a dime of the 13 billion. Oh, are you shocked? Hey, Joe Biden, you shocked at that? Huh? That money was stolen. Oh, man. Okay. So if we send all this money to India, who oversees that? Who's in charge of making sure the money gets to the windmills? Who? No one. Now, there are a few shortages all over the world now. Not just, we don't have shortages in the USA. We're just paying triple what we used to pay under Trump. But we have enough fuel. That's going to end soon. Hello, Jimmy Carter. But in other countries, they don't even have it. So our foreign news partner is dailychatter.com. Dailychatter.com. They ran an article last week, and I have it posted on BillOReilly.com, about the fuel shortages overseas because of all this green stuff. All right? So if you're interested in this subject, if you doubt what I'm saying, and I know you don't, because I am telling you the absolute truth. My staff is the best research staff in this country. Okay? And we research everything down to the micro level. So what I told you is absolutely true. What I always tell you is absolutely true. You know, I've been doing this 25 years as news analysis on a national worldwide basis. I had to retract one story. It was about the Secretary of Agriculture way back, and a mistake was made in our research department. That will never happen again. One in 25 years. So how about that? Pretty good record. Okay, so that's dailychatter.com. Post it on BillOReilly.com. If you, uh, it doesn't cost much to get their service, and it's really worthwhile if you're interested in what's happening in the world. Okay, so uh, here's a great, this, this story is unbelievable. Shows you uh, how Joe Biden has lost total control of the country. So the ACLU sues the U.S. government on behalf of migrants who have been abused. Have migrants been abused trying to sneak in to the United States or trying to get asylum here? Yes, they have. Because millions are coming in and mistakes will be made. So... They filed a couple lawsuits, ACLU, against the Obama administration. They were settled by the Justice Department. No money. You know, the Justice Department said, oh, okay, we'll change this, we'll change that. We'll bring some people in that we shouldn't have kicked out or whatever it may be. Okay, that was eight years under Obama, who deported more foreign nationals than any other president in U.S. history. President Obama did that. Now the ACLU's got another 
lawsuit against the Trump administration, which is gone, but Biden has to decide what to do. So the government, the federal government says, well, we may pay off all the migrants who were mistreated and give them $450,000 each. Now, Biden does that. If he signs off on that, he's done. So I don't think he will, because even because Jill will tell him, if you do this, Joe, you will not be president much longer. Okay, that's what's going to happen. A U.S. service person killed in action. His or her family gets 400,000. Yet this report says that the Justice Department is negotiating a settlement with the ACLU to give migrant families who were mistreated 450,000. It's just insane. But this whole administration is insane. But again, I don't think it's going to happen because that'll be the end. That'll be the end of Biden. All right, let's go to Virginia. So back in July, who told you that Terry McAuliffe is going to lose? I think that would be me. All right. I was ahead. I don't think anybody was ahead of me. I think I was first. So the latest poll, this is from Fox 5 DC Insider Advantage, has Glenn Youngkin, the Republican, up by two, 47-45. The average polling, Youngkin 48-4, McAuliffe 46-8. Now, that doesn't assure that tomorrow's vote will go to the Republican, but with the tremendous backlash against McAuliffe, uh, I believe, and I'm standing by my prediction, that Glenn Youngkin will be the next governor of the Commonwealth of Virginia, and that will be the beginning of the collapse of the progressive movement. Joining us now from Lynch, from Roanoke, Virginia, Roanoke, Virginia, Dr. Ed Lynch. He teaches global political and society science at Hollins University. He's the author of The Arab Spring, The Failure of the Obama Doctrine. That book is available on Amazon and wherever you'd like to get it. So, doctor, uh, am I wrong? Do you think I'm going to be embarrassed on uh, Wednesday when we know the answer to the uh, election in Virginia? Well, my first comment is I hope we do know on Wednesday. Uh, as we do know, uh, McAuliffe has recently hired a, a lawyer whose specialty is calling into question election results uh, that, that indicates that McAuliffe himself thinks that, thinks that things are not going to go terribly well tomorrow. I think it's important to remember that we have four races that are worth watching in Virginia tomorrow. We have the three statewide races, and if the Republicans win any one of them, governor, lieutenant governor, or attorney general, this is going to put a huge spike in Democrat plans for Virginia. But the fourth race that uh, is also important is control of the Virginia House of Delegates. The Senate's not up this year, not for two years, but the House of Delegates is, and a Republican majority in the House of Delegates is definitely within reach for the party, uh, and if that happens, that's also going to put a huge spike in Democrat plans, no matter who is governor. Uh, with, a with a Republican majority, a lot of so-called progressive legislation can die in committee and, uh, uh, and, and die a very quick death. Okay. So the, why should we care if we don't live in the Commonwealth of Virginia? Well, there are a couple of reasons. Uh, number one, uh, Virginia's gubernatorial election, it always takes place the year after the presidential election, and it is often a referendum on the incumbent president. It certainly was four years ago, and Trump was not very popular, and 
Ralph Northam uh, won a, a very easy victory in a state that's been trending blue. Uh, and it also, uh, it also is a concern to the other 49 states because of the issues that are involved here. Uh, we're talking about taxes. We're talking about uh, the reaction to COVID-19. Uh, you know, a lot of people are talking about the Biden factor or the Trump factor. Not enough people are, are really considering the Ralph Northam factor. He's the current governor. And his response to COVID was panicked. It was draconian. It was inconsistent. And it was uh, uh, almost wholly done by executive order without reference to the other branches of government. I mean, this is a governor who closed churches, but let strip clubs and casinos stay open here in Virginia. Uh, so these are the issues that we're talking about. And the big issue is education. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, I know that. But let me, let me is McAuliffe sure. tied in with Northam, uh, the Northam uh, campaign with McAuliffe? Are they pals? Uh, I don't know if they're pals or not. I do know that uh, uh, McCullough has been keeping Northam off the campaign trail. Okay, he has that, that, had, that's uh, right. Northam, yeah. right, he, he's, he's the guy that said, look, you can birth the baby, and if you don't like it, you can kill it on, uh, you know. That's right. Yeah, I mean, so. Mm -hmm. But McCullough's big, the reason McCullough's going to lose is the critical race theory. That's why he's going to lose. And, you know, when you say to Virginians, you know, let the public schools do whatever they want. You don't have any right as a parent to go in there and question anything they do. It's over. That's it, right? I would. I, I certainly think that's going to be the way it turns out. Uh, there are, of course, a lot of professional educators and and in Virginia and people who have a uh, an almost spiritual attachment to the public schools. But I, I think that that was certainly the gaffe of the campaign. Yeah, that was just. And, <laughs> and, and not only was that an absurd thing to say that parents shouldn't be coming into schools, this from a man, by the way, who sent four of his five children to private school uh, uh, so that he would have control over what his own children were learning, but it's a violation of the Virginia Constitution. The Virginia Constitution says flat out that the primary right of education belongs to parents. Uh, McCullough was evidently unaware of that. I know. It's just, uh, and that's why he's going to lose. Final question. McAuliffe, and when Biden went out to, uh, to uh, campaign for him, it's Trump, 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 Yunkin, Trump. Does that matter? Does that have any relevancy now? Well, evidently, McCullough himself doesn't think that uh, that was such a hot idea because he said yesterday, this election is not about Trump. Now, for some weeks now, he's been saying it's all about Trump. Uh, and, and even that was kind of a new strategy for him. So in other words, he has made a major change. McCullough has made a major change in his campaign strategy twice in the last three weeks of the yeah, campaign. He knows, he knows he's going yeah. down. Um, that, the Trump thing worked with Newsom out there in California on a recall. But in Virginia, there's so many local things involved. Um, I can't see it. Hey, Doc, thanks very much for helping us out. Ed Lynch, I the book it. again is The Arab Spring, and uh, the doctor teaches at Hollins University. Okay, here in New York Thank City, you, got Bill. an oral race tomorrow. It's no contest. Eric Adams, a Democrat, will beat Curtis Slewa because Democrats outnumber Republicans in the city seven to one. You cannot win a local race on the Republican side unless you're in Staten Island. Um, you have to run as an independent, which is where I think Curtis should have run. He should have run as an independent. 
um, because you just can't. And uh, the polling, you know, Emerson College has it. Adams 61, Sliwa 25. I think it'll be closer. It'll be 55, 45. New York City is a disaster. I mean, absolutely. It's worse than the federal government, if you can believe it. Uh, the one other race that I'm watching is Minneapolis uh, on a um, issue. Um, should the police department be disbanded and replaced with the Department of Public Safety? So as you may know, Minneapolis violent crime is up, uh, you know, a gazillion percent. And the cops are fleeing in droves. They can't police the city of Minneapolis. Minneapolis used to be one of the safest cities in the country until the progressives got all of it. But anyway, now that people will vote whether they want to disband the police department charter. And I don't know how that's going to go. I don't know why anybody would live in Minneapolis now. I mean, move over to St. Paul or just go to a suburb. Jeez. So if you're going to fly for Thanksgiving or Christmas, you're going to get hurt. Um, American Airlines over the weekend canceled 2,200 flights. Whoa. Southwest, you know, can't get off the ground. And all of this is because of the COVID mandates. So the airlines basically told their people, you got to get vaxxed, you got to do this, you got to do that. And a good percentage of the employees said, see ya. We're either going to retire, we're going to find another job, we're not going to do this. So they don't have enough employees. They can't, they can't get the planes off the ground. It's as simple as that. And it's not going to get better between now and the first of the year. So if you're going to see grandma and you got a plane ticket, you. Now, I tell my friends, if it's within eight hours, drive. And you're going to pay a lot for gas, but you're not going to be hung up in an airport for two days. I'd even extend that now to 10 hours. You know, go five and five, have a nice dinner or whatever. It's a couple of people who can drive. Listen to my books on tape. That will make it go fast. But why do you want to do that? You go to the airport, it's like, nah, you know. And then it's not like they're going to call you up and say, well, we're not going to get your flight. You're going to go, and they're going to go, we're not going. Or we're going five hours from now. Bad news. All right, Sports Illustrated. When I was a kid, I used to read that every week. I got it. I, I loved it. Now it's woke. It's woke. So Sports Illustrated runs an article on October 28th, last week, entitled, Why Does Major League Baseball Still Allow Synchronized Team Sanction Racism in Atlanta? You know what that synchronized team sanction racism is? The tomahawk chop. That's what it is. So uh, former President Trump showed up. He was chopping. All right. By the way, the World Series is three to two Braves over the Astros. They go back to Houston now. So this is racist now. This is racist, the tomahawk chop. So I got an article uh, on BillOReilly.com, a column, all right, entitled Woke versus the Awakened. And I deal with this tomahawk chop thing, all right? And I rode Killing Crazy Horse. And I told you the truth about Native Americans versus the Washington government and the white colonists. I told you the truth. It's not racist. It's there. You want to know the truth? You read Killing Crazy Horse. You don't? 
then you can maybe get a job at Sports Illustrated. There is nothing racist about the tomahawk chop. Nothing. It's not even close to being racist. The word brave means brave, courageous. Atlanta braves, courageous. And in war, the braves use tomahawks. Not racist. It's a fact. Ah, you know, uh, Sports Illustrated, they they did uh, their sports person of the year last year, the activist athlete. They were pushing Colin Kaepernick and they're almost out of business. They're almost out of the only thing that saves them is the swimsuit edition. Not even going to say anything about it. Okay. Um, mm, 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 mm. John Meacham, you know, this guy put his picture up there. He's a historian, left wing guy, works for MSNBC. Now, I like him. Uh, he's been banned. He's been banned from Samford, S-A-M-F-O-R-D University. And uh, he was supposed to talk there on Wednesday. It's a private Christian college. Uh, I don't have it here. Where is it from? Can you tell me in my ear where it is? Because it's not on the sheet that I can see. Samford University. Is it in Alabama? Nobody knows. Okay. Uh, it's in the South. So they were supposed to have Meacham talk about um, the history of Dr. Beck Taylor, who was the 19th president of Samford. He's a historian, Meacham. They pulled him because Meacham in October gave a speech to Planned Parenthood. So they canceled, when they found out about it, Sanford, Meacham. That's wrong. That's wrong. We traditional fair-minded Americans do not want to do what the progressives are doing, canceling people with whom we disagree. You had to know Meacham was a liberal guy when you invited him. He's on MSNBC. Hmm. Don't like it. Hey, guys, it's Vivek Ramaswamy here. Inviting you to listen to my podcast, Truth. We just relaunched it after the campaign, and we are already riding up the podcast charts. Here's why. I think that hard, in-depth conversations about the tough issues is the only way we're going to get this country back. Because make no mistake, we are currently in a war for the future of America, and you cannot win a war unless you're willing to speak the truth. If you want standard conservative talking points, this podcast is not for you. But if you want to go deeper and hear the conversations you're not going to find anywhere else, the conversations that will challenge you, that will challenge me, then subscribe to Truth with Vivek Ramaswamy on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And I promise you, you're going to cover terrain that you're not going to hear elsewhere. Jen Psaki is COVID. This is a no-joke zone on a subject of Ms. Saki. If you are happy... When other people suffer physically, that'll come back and bite you, called karma. She'll be quarantined for 10 days. This day in history, November 1st, 1994, Amazon domain is registered 27 years ago. Okay, Jeff Bezos, so he invents his Amazon thing. First, he calls it uh, Calabra Inc., then he goes relentless.com. He didn't know what he was doing, but he knew how to sell stuff. 
So it took him from 1994 to 2001, took Bezos, uh, seven years to get profitable. And boy, is it profitable. Amazon ranks 16 on the most profitable corporations in the world. Makes more than $21 billion a year. I like it. I can sell my books on Amazon. They haven't given me a hard time. Uh, I can buy stuff. And I give Amazon gift cards for presents. And that happened 27 years ago today. Okay, lively mail segment. And then uh, something that ties into the cancellation of Meacher. People and what they believe. That's the final thought. Right back. Did you know every day is a perfect day for peace of mind? With American Home Shield Warranty, you are covered for unexpected breakdowns like leaky faucets or faulty water heaters. Choose a plan that fits your budget and rest easy knowing repairs and replacements are taken care of. Simply contact American Home Shield when an issue arises and their trusted pros will handle it according to your coverage. Don't let worries about appliances and home systems weigh you down. Celebrate the reassurance of protection. Don't worry, be warranty. For 20% off plans, visit ahs.com slash bill. For more details, see ahs.com slash contracts for coverage details, including limit amounts, fees, limitations, and exclusions. New Jersey residents, the product is being offered is a service contract and is separate and distinct from any product or service warranty, which may be provided by the home builder or manufacturer. Who was there for the families left behind when a service member or first responder dies or is catastrophically injured in the line of duty? Who is helping our nation's homeless veterans? And who is helping our nation keep its vow to never forget 9-11? I'll tell you who. The Tunnel to Towers Foundation. The foundations in the line of duty programs honor our nation's heroes and their families. That includes its Gold Star, Fallen First Responder, Smart Home, and Homeless Veteran programs. The foundation's Never Forget programs engage people in 9-11 remembrance across America. Over 80 runs, walks, and climbs a year. Dozens of golf outings and barbecues. And the Tunnel to Towers 9-11 Institute is helping to educate kids in kindergarten through 12th grade about our nation's darkest day, 9-11. More than 95 cents of every dollar you donate to Tunnel to Towers goes to its programs. This charity keeps its word and honors our nation's greatest heroes. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. All right, let's go to the mail. Mark Miller, uh, Kona, Hawaii. I am a retired police officer. The Catholic Church has pulled me through many stressful situations. I don't believe I can continue to attend a church where the head of it is a heretic. Giving Biden Holy Communion is a crime against God. Number one, the Pope did not give President Biden communion. Mr. Biden said the Pope told him it was okay to receive. We have no confirmation of that. Mr. Biden also said he did not discuss abortion with the Pope. I'd be very skeptical of throwing your religion out the window based on this meeting. Let's see how it unfolds, Mark. Paul Weilu, Andover, Minnesota. So Joe Biden is a good Catholic and should continue to receive communion according to the Pope. It's not according to the Pope. 
Pope didn't say that. Biden says they didn't discuss abortion. Again, you're hearing what you want to hear. Nicholas Humphreys, Greeley, Colorado, my preacher, has amazing sermons that relate directly to my life. We have had Coleman service and how it relates to prophecy. You know, I'm glad to hear that, but you're in the minority, so tell your preacher from me, good job. Uh, Mary Beth, since you post Joe Biden's daily schedule each night, any regular viewer of the No Spin News had to laugh out loud when the president said he didn't have time to visit the border. There you go. Very astute, Mary Beth. Thank you. Tony Willingham, Signal Mountain, Tennessee. Bill, you said the billionaire tax is unconstitutional because it singles out a group of Americans. Our existing tax code does that now. Half Americans pay income tax, half do not. But it's a sliding scale. And anyone can be in either scale, depending on circumstance. So it's not targeting one specific group. That is unconstitutional. John Leonati, Dunkirk, Maryland. I am 57 and been watching you, O'Reilly, for at least half my life. Big fan. What do Biden, Newsom, and soon-to-be McAuliffe have in common? Winning through massive unverified mail-in ballots due to COVID-19. And fraud. There's fraud in those mail-ins. No doubt about it. Um, yeah, the progressives want no regulations on voting at all. That's what they want. David, Mark Zuckerberg's $420 million funded a lot of ballot harvesting during the last election. So what's to stop the same thing when happening in 2024? The states. Remember, the states control the elections. The states have to stop it. The ballot harvesting and this huge infusion of money, and the states can. You've got to pass tight laws. Yeah, you're going to be accused of suppressing the vote by Stacey Abrams and all these other progressives who don't want any standards, but come on, do the right thing. The states can prevent it. And that friend, Nanuet, New York, I just finished reading The United States of Trump and can understand why Donald Trump is going on a speaking tour with you, O'Reilly. You're a good listener, and your reportage of him has always been tough but fair. And that's what we're going to do in the shows. Okay, throw them up. Um, tickets going fast now because they're great Christmas gifts. But we still have nice seats, so if you go to BillOReilly.com, I'll link it right over to the box office, or you can call those arenas um, right there. And we'd love to see you. It's going to be a tremendous, tremendous show. Best show of your life. I can guarantee that. You'll learn more here than you will in a Paul McCartney show. Well, maybe that's not a high bar. Um, but you'll, you'll be happy. Great Christmas gift. Gerald, great column, O'Reilly. Love your observation about the ex-passports in Saudi Arabia. I'm here to serve. A column again is The Woke versus The Awakened. BillOReilly.com has it. Christine Navarez, Temple City, California. Love the column. Happy Halloween. Love Holly's picture. This is what I sent out for Holly on Halloween Day. So if you want to get all the tweets, it's at Bill O'Reilly. Just sign up, at Bill O'Reilly. And we tweet a couple of times a day. Holly had a blast on Halloween. Zipping around a neighborhood. Everybody loves her here. And there she is. Holly, the terror dog. All right, quick break. Right back with a final thought on... um, You know, what you believe may not necessarily be true. Everything is expensive these days, you know that. 
The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its freefall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money, your retirement, your hard-earned savings against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call, and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. I'm Mike Slater from the podcast Politics by Faith. This is a crazy time in our country. It's stressful, a lot of anxiety, and it's going to get worse. And I realized that one of the things that helps me take away the stress is realizing that there's nothing new under the sun. So on this podcast, we take the news of the day and we run it through the Bible and other periods in history to realize that we've been through this before and we can rise above again. Politics by Faith, anywhere you listen to the podcast. Politics by Faith. Okay, we have a good final thought. I first want to tell you that Christmas is coming and I guess those geese are getting chubby. But BillOReilly.com, a Christmas store, we don't have any supply problems. We have everything, and it's very, very reasonably priced. If you buy a bundle, the O'Reilly Christmas gift bundle, you get, all right, Killing the Mob, fabulous book. By the way, that's a great gift in itself. Regret your 2020 vote yet. Bumper stickers, the God Bless America tree ornaments, and you get a gift certificate to BillOReilly.com, you can give to somebody else. So this is why this is important. If every premium member, and I can't tell you how many they are because it's a corporate thing, but uh, it's six figures. Okay. If every premium and concierge member gave one membership as a gift, you get all that stuff free. And we double our delivery. So help us so we can help you. Because the more premium members and concierge members we have, the lower our pricing is. And if you are a concierge member, you get 20% off all the Christmas stuff. Premium members, 10%. So it's worth checking out, I believe. Word of the day, do not be a lout, L-O-U-T, when writing to BillOReilly.com. Bill at BillOReilly.com. Bill at BillOReilly.com. Now, final thought. So people believe what they want to believe. And then you can bring in facts. Some are persuadable, but many are not. Let me give you two good examples. The election of 2020. Both sides. So if you hate Donald Trump, there is no amount of evidence of voter fraud that you will believe. None. Zuckerberg, arrests, anything. You are not going to believe that election was fraudulent no matter what, if you hate Trump. If you love Trump and do believe there was fraud in the election that rises to the level that the election should have been thrown out, there's no amount of evidence on the other side. 
that will dissuade you from that belief. So you can say the audit in Arizona didn't produce anything you could could introduce in court, because that's true. I don't care. So both sides are never, ever going to change their opinion, ever. They believe what they want to believe. Now, how about individual faith? The rise of atheism and people who don't believe in any religion is astronomical in America. Okay, we are becoming a very secular country. Why? Because believing in religion, which generally has rules to follow, is hard. It's hard. I don't want to follow any rules. I don't want you to tell me what I can and can't do. I want to do whatever I want to do. So I'm not going to go to any religion. Okay? No, I don't care. I can't see any God. I'm not going to believe it. Because it's hard to believe it, and I don't want to do it anyway. That's what's going on. So uh, I've been researching eyes, physical eyes. Don't ask me why. I'll explain it someday. But your eyes, the intricacy of just that body part is beyond any evolution. Couldn't happen. It's so intricate, the human eye, that it had to have been created by a higher power. There's no way some amoeba or some cell or something could have happened. And just, if you want an interesting thing to do, just research the eye a little bit. It's incredible. And it just couldn't have come from some swamp or an asteroid or whatever they're saying. So that kind of science leads rational people to a higher power. So I wanted to counteract the secularism stuff, but again, people are going to believe what they want to believe. And I hope you believe this is a worthy broadcast. We'll see you tomorrow.